What's going on everybody? This is Mike here and I am happy to report to you that softball is back. The infield flies will be returning for year number six and your favorite podcast, The Fly Pod, has returned for season three. It is so good to be with you wherever you're listening today uh, and I'm just so excited that softball is right around the corner. Now, you might be wondering why the heck I'm filming this or recording this right now uh, because it's currently Sunday, March 14th, and uh, my first child, my son, uh, is due or was due yesterday, March the 13th. I'm recording this on Sunday evening, uh, the 14th, Um, and I'm trying to fill the time by not just sitting on the couch and twiddling my thumbs and wondering when uh, I'm going to the hospital with Jess for, for him to be born uh, we're so excited, but I figured, you know, what better time to record the fly pod when I'm trying to kill time uh, and, and have the first episode of the season be brought to you. So in a few days, uh, Lord willing, I won't even know what day it is, and I'm just going to be so busy getting no sleep and uh, learning how to change a diaper and all that good stuff that dads do. So uh, I better get you this softball information now before I completely go AWOL and uh, don't even know uh, wh- what day it is or where things are. We'll see. You uh, current parents out there can help me out, so make sure to check in on me. But uh, we're ultimately feeling excited. Uh, but I figure, hey, I'll uh, get this episode out and get this information to you all. I'm glad to be back with you guys for another year of softball for sure. And then the fly pod's also fun. And in today's episode, I wanted to uh, review our move out to Mellis, which is uh, official, and it's going to be for both nights. So I'm going to talk a little bit about how that happened and the planning process that went into that, and then also uh, preview both our Monday and our Thursday night roster. Got an exciting core of 14 guys together, and uh, it's a lot of the same faces, one new face, and uh, it's going to be another great year of fly softball, so I'm excited to share that with you. Uh, we'll talk about the shorts. That was you know, pretty much consuming my offseason was figuring out uh, this rebranding and uh, all our new logos, but they turned out awesome, and, and they are in the mail currently uh, and should be here uh, by next week or the week after, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, and then there's just a couple of logistical things that I wanted to talk through as well about our team, and uh, you know, always happy to give an update about where we are and uh, what's going on in the world of the infield flies, but it's so good to be back with you for a sixth season of softball and the third one for the fly pot. So let's dive right in and start with the big news. And that big news is that our team is moving out to Mellis Park for both nights, uh, which is a big change and one that I didn't uh, necessarily expect this year. I might have thought down the road we would have moved out there uh, in a few years, but a uh, couple of things led to us uh, moving out there, but it's it, it's uh, I'm feeling great sitting here knowing that we have a core of 14 guys and enough guys for both rosters for Monday and Thursday so that we can play uh, both nights at Mellis beginning May 3rd. So, uh, you know, what happened in order for us to get out there, uh, you know, I checked in with everybody about their availability uh, for the coming season, what their preferences were for playing. Uh, and uh, Tom Lico retired. Uh, he uh, sent me a text message with a little uh, gif of uh, uh, Field of Dreams of him walking into the corn fields, and that, that's uh, I'm happy for him. He's spending more time with his son playing baseball, and uh, you know, as you get up there in age, it's a lot harder to uh, get up the next morning. It's harder. Me, I'm only 31, and I know it's harder to get up uh, each morning after softball. Totally worth it, but each day uh, that you get older, it's it's harder to do that. So. 
Uh, Tom is uh, no longer part of the Flies, but it's uh, just because he retired, and you know maybe he'll come out and sub every once in a while. Um, and I, you know I continue to reach out to other guys. Uh, you know Alex and Eric, they couldn't play full time Monday, and those are two of our big MG guys. Um, and as it stood, at the end of the day, we only had five guys who were committed uh, to play in Morton Grove, and and I mean it's pretty obvious five is you know enough for a basketball team with no subs. Uh, but it's certainly not enough for a softball team. So it really um, wasn't going to work out for Morton Grove this year. I, I don't know how on earth we could have gotten five or six more guys to commit and, and new recruits. It just would have been impossible. Um, so uh, that came the idea then of moving out to uh, Mellis, and, uh, and a lot more guys could commit to that uh, or were interested in committing to that. Uh, so, so here's how our, our Monday night team stands. We're 11 strong. And one thing I'm really excited about is that Nick Reyes uh, uh, decided to continue playing with us, even though we weren't playing at Morton Grove, that he's going to come out to Mellis. And, and Nick, and, and I could speak for everyone, we appreciate that you're going to do that because uh, we love having you, and you're a great great outfielder that, that is a uh, strong part of our defense and offensively, too. I think you're going to love playing at Mellis Park, even though at MG you rocked it last year. Anyway, I don't have stats in front of you, but I know you had a really great year last year. So looking forward to Nick and Billy anchoring the uh, outfield out there, and Gerb and I will take the corners. Uh, so pretty strong outfield defense there. Excited about that. And I'm also excited about welcoming back number 21, Carlos McDougal. Back to shortstop on our Monday night squad. It's uh, Carlos took a year off to spend more time with his family last year. Uh, he's coming back for one night this year on Monday nights at Mellis. We're super excited to have him back. Uh, he's going to be a great uh, defensive and offensive part of our lineup, so very excited to have him. Uh, and then some other uh, uh, flies on the Monday night team. we got Michael Kiley coming in. Uh, Mike Stein, you got your fair share of Mike's on our team, of course, coming back in. Uh, Matt Stewart and Tyler Alpert, they're actually going to be double contract guys, as I call them, meaning that they're going to play two nights a week, which is awesome. So welcoming those guys back uh, as well. And uh, Steve will be uh, playing first base for us on Monday nights, and he's going to play one night. So he'll play Mondays, and uh, Alex will play Thursdays, so Alex will play first base on Thursdays. Uh, and then Kevin, our ace, is coming back after a really solid debut Last year uh, in, on the mound and, and really was uh, really effective on the mound and, and excited to have him be our ace on both Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, so that rounds out the Monday night squad. Feeling pretty good about it. Got a really strong outfield, really strong infield, good pitching, good hitting as well. So I think it's going to be a fun season and it's going to be a nice transition out to uh, Mellis where we don't have to worry about unlimited arc any longer. Thursday night looks a little bit different. I want to welcome... And I hope I'm saying this right, Nick. Nick Beaumont, I'm guessing that's how you say your last name, but I've always known you as Bird uh, as a, a nickname. So Bird is joining us as a, a new outfielder. I've had the pleasure of playing alongside Bird. Uh, Kevin and uh, I think Stein, I think Kevin more full-time. I think Stu is on this team too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, played on a team called Agrestic. Uh, they played Wednesdays, Wednesday nights at Mellis, uh, not last year, but the year before. I had the opportunity to sub with them and was able to see some of the things that Bird did uh, both offensively and defensively as an outfielder. And he's a real talent, so we're lucky and excited to have him. So, Bird, welcome aboard. Hope you like being a fly, and uh, hope you enjoy Thursday nights with us. Uh, and hopefully you can sub on Mondays, too, sometimes if we need you. Uh, but he's the new addition to the course. So, like I said, our course stands at 14 guys, uh, and Bird is our off-season off addition, and it's one that I'm really excited about. 
In terms of the other outfielders, you have me and Gerb as well. Billy's going to play part-time on our Thursday night squad, as many games as he can get to. Um, so we may need to find some subs. Nick, maybe you're available Thursday nights. Who knows? You can uh, drive out on Thursdays to sub as needed. But he, Billy's going to try his best to get to as many games as he can. Uh, Eric is – I'm super happy that Eric's coming back for another year. He's going to be our third baseman, of course. And uh, he, it works better in his schedule. I think he's out in the Rockford area. He's going to be playing Thursday nights. And then Alex, you got the Stoyanov brothers on the corners of the infield. So Alex will play first for us. Uh, and he, that's the only night that he was able to commit to fully. Uh, and then we got another, a bunch of double contract guys, Stein, Kylie Stewart, uh, and Alper, who are coming back. And that's awesome to have all four of them. And, of course, Kevin is a double contract guy. He's coming back um, as our ace for Thursday night. Our Thursday night roster is looking really solid as well. Each team is, um, you know, has is slightly different, uh, but I think it's still defensively strong and offensively as well. I'm really excited just to play, just to get out there. Whoever's out there, you know, we know that we have a core of about 14 guys, and every night we'll, we will compete to the best of our ability. That's what I love about our team. All right, let's talk about some shorts. I know today it's the 14th of March. It's not a shorts kind of day, but coming up in July, you might be happy that you ordered a pair of infield fly shorts. I'm really excited about everything that went into this um, you know, rebranding and the shorts order. So let's back up and talk about like where this idea came from. You know, I am just such a sports nerd in terms of graphic design and, and what teams are dropping in terms of their new logos. And even though, you know, you guys know me, I'm a big NBA fan and, you know, the NBA has a city edition jersey that they drop every year. And while I think every year is a little bit too much, I always critique and appreciate all the different logos that they're dropping and uh, baseball hats. You guys know I love those. So I'm always about like, you know, logos and color schemes and all that. And uh, with our jersey drop in year four, whenever that was, 2018, 19, I can't really remember. I think it was 18. Um, I was really uh, happy and, and proud about, uh, you know, the work that went into that. And, and the jerseys turned out awesome. And they're classics for a, a long time. Those things will look good. They're timeless, right? Um, but what I wanted to do is I wanted to come up with um, a couple of things. I wanted to come up with kind of a rebranded Charlotte Hornet-like 90s logo uh, for the Flies, and that's where we got uh, the idea for what I call the menacing fly. Uh, and that's, uh, as you've seen on the shorts uh, order that came out. And uh, I also wanted to create an IF logo, just like, you know, a Yankees logo, an NY, or, you know, the Cardinals STL, the St. Louis one. Uh, I wanted some, some lettering like that. So the way I, I actually found this guy that I worked with, his name is Brian uh, Bednarski. He's out of Massachusetts. And... It's the craziest way I found this guy. So I was on Google Docs just doing some, some initial planning for these logos, and I went to link something or somehow, but it somehow did a search for me where it brought up something called the Infield Flies by, by Brian Bednarski. And I was like, what is this? Because if you Google Infield Flies, not many teams have this name. We thought of it originally. We didn't hear it anywhere else, uh, but some other people have thought of it too because it's a good play on words. Um, but I clicked on this link to his stuff, and he had done like some initial uh, logos for it, like a family softball game. And this guy's a big graphic designer. He actually worked for Major League Baseball. He now works for Fidelity Investments. And uh, I reached out to him and because, like I said, for like a family picnic or something, they always 
make a shirt or a team name for their family picnic each year, you know, with a play on words that have to do with baseball. Uh, and the work he did with the infield flies, I was like, oh, this stuff looks pretty cool. It was like a fly swing and a fly swatter. It was uh, looking exactly kind of how I was envisioning it. So I reached out to him uh, and he was open to doing some work on the side. And it took a long time for him to complete all of the work, but it was well worth the wait. We came up with some uh, really great logos, including the Menacing Fly, which I'm really excited about. Definitely my favorite fly logo, no question. Uh, and then he also did the IF rebrand, brand, and that's kind of the blocky IF-looking um, text that you see on some of the shorts. And also, they're kind of subtle changes, but he took the infield flies and the fly script, and he did a little rebranding with it to crisp it up, and it actually looks really good. And he also did give us that IF logo uh, that I so... Um, wanted of the you know like the classic ny yankees look uh and you can find those on the black shorts um uh only this time around uh but uh, what i did from there then is when i got all those logos from him i just thought of some you know really quality basketball designs basketball short designs that i've um seen and i said you know i'm gonna make you know make some designs based on uh, these these really cool existing basketball short designs. So with the black ones, you know, those are modeled after the Chicago Bulls shorts, which that's awesome because I know we're all Bulls fans. And of course, being in the Chicagoland area, um, you know, that's a good tribute to them. And it's got a cool diamond on the side as a tribute to, you know, the softball diamond we play on. And that one has, the black ones are intended to match the black jersey very well because I know a lot of people have the black jersey. So a lot of people did wear the black ones. Um, but it just, that one is a really you know, classic and uh, not loud look. Like it's, it's, it's very much different than the purple one, which I would classify as loud. Um, but I, I think the black ones are gonna look really nice. Uh, and then the white ones, I'm super excited about. The uh, inspiration for those are the Orlando Magic, you know, 1990s shorts and who doesn't like that color scheme or, you know, Penny and Shaq, thinking about them rocking those pinstripes. So the purple pinstripes are gonna look amazing on that. And then on the side, it's kind of cool to have that home plate. Like there's, I, oh, I love like hidden meanings and logos and hidden designs and that's one of them and then you get your block if on one side and your menacing fly on the other so i think those ones will turn out really cool and then the purple i think the purple will be my favorite those ones are pretty loud um but they, they are they're gonna look awesome and uh you got the fly script across the crotch there uh and then you have that little if mountain on the side and then you got big old menacing fly on there so I think that one's going to look really cool. So um, I just want to thank everybody's loyalty to the Infield Flies brand, man. Like every time I do one of these new orders, I'm like, oh, are people going to like it? Are people going to order it? But we had 19 shorts ordered with a core of 14 guys. That's pretty awesome. And a lot of guys ordered all three. A lot of guys ordered multiple pairs. Uh, and here are the stats. This is what is really cool about it, too. Six pairs of white shorts ordered, six pairs of purple, seven pairs of black. So it seems like guys are digging the designs kind of equally. So the cool news is if you see us rocking a pair of shorts that you didn't get, you can always send in a reorder at any time, which is really um, convenient and, and awesome. So let me know if you ever want to order more, and I can send in that order for you. But I'm just so excited to get these and rock them. Maybe you won't be rocking until June or July. We'll see about, you know, our Illinois weather and what we get. Uh, but it will, will definitely look good no matter what. And the expected delivery on that is March 26th to April 2nd around there. So uh, either next Friday uh, or the Friday after. So I uh, can't wait to get them. And then I'll definitely bring them to BPs when those begin in April.
I also have really good news. The great news is Kevin sold our old Monster Bat, which we will no longer need because we moved from the ASA League and Morton Grove. The proceeds from that bat will put a large dent in the order for uh, some beanies that I wanted to order. Now, what I want to do, since this is year six, in year eight, I wanted to order some beanies for us, you know, some really nice looking black and purple infield flies, palm on the top beanies with uh, some dope logos on it. Super comfy, you know, that type of, type of hat that you just love to wear in the winter or uh, fall ball. Um, and I'll, I was going to wait until year eight, but now that we have the funds to cover most of it, I'm probably going to start cranking on that so that we get these in time for fall ball. So uh, that's awesome. You know, hopefully the way that they cost, I don't know how much they'll cost, but, um, you know, hopefully it will be that the team budget can cover all of it so I can just hand you a beanie. That would be super dope. Worst case scenario, they would cost like five to ten dollars max for you um, if that's the case. It depends. I'm going to go quality though because quality is always better in my opinion. Uh, so we'll see. Stay tuned. I hope to get the ball rolling so that we get those by uh, fall ball. Uh, and just to keep everybody in the loop of what my vision is for fly swag because I'm always thinking about that. I'm a little obsessed with it if you couldn't tell. Uh, but year 10, we'll do some new shirts with the Menacing Fly as the focal point of that design. And it will have like a more edgy look. We're pretty, you know, crisp and clean cut uh, for our design. So um, the for our original jerseys. Uh, so the year 10 anniversary shirts, which would just be a, such a celebration to be able to play for that long together. Um, so I'm hoping that we're able to do that, which we will, of course, because we love playing. Uh, but that one will have a more edgy look. I'm excited to design that one. If you have any ideas, just shoot me. Shoot me a text, talk to me in person. I'd love to, you know, think of any items that we can add to our, our collection. All right, let's talk some nuts and bolts, some things that going into year number six, I just want to talk about as a team. Uh, number one, I'm working on getting a group text together on WhatsApp. A couple of reasons here. Uh, it's easier for me to send the lineup to just one text as opposed to texting 10 guys uh, the day of um, and, you know, me becoming a dad soon. Uh, you know, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, who knows, whenever my son decides to arrive. Sidebar, very excited that my son will be joining the Flies in 18 years. So he's officially in the farm system, just like Nolan is. I know Nolan has a couple uh, years to go, maybe like 14, 15 years before he's ready to play. But Alex, better get Nolan ready for opening day, 20, whatever year he's going to be ready. Anyway, that's the end of my sidebar. Uh, so the WhatsApp group, uh, you know, it's just going to be easier for me to send the lineup. I'm looking to save time. Uh, and just be more efficient. Uh, and then also, I'm not on Facebook anymore, and so we don't really have a group Facebook. Not that we even used it that much, to be honest, but it will be good just if we have a group chat. That, that way, you know, if there's anything that's team relevant, uh, you know, you can throw it in the chat there. It's just a good way to stay in touch uh, and uh, post any updates. Like, uh, again, like if we have like a rain out, it's way easier for me to text the group as it is a, uh, opposed to texting a bunch of people. So look for that. I'm going to try to set that up. Uh, Maybe by the end of March to get ready for BPs. Another thing to watch out for, uh, waivers. You know how you usually have to sign your life away at the beginning of the season, you know, and it says, like, you won't sue in case you get hurt or whatever. Uh, your release of liability waiver. Usually you just sign that um, in person with a wet signature, but they changed it up. And what they're going to have us do, and this is interesting. I wonder how it's going to go. Um, but I'm going to fill out on quick scores. If you didn't know, we're on quick scores uh, that's how you can get the standings and the schedule for the leagues. Um, but on quick scores, I will fill out the roster with everybody's name and their, your email. And I actually have to have your birthday too. I don't know why it has to be this detailed. So 
if you're thinking of it, can you just send me your birthday with a year? I don't, I, I apologize. I'm not trying to steal your identity. Quick Scores just needs this. This is the, this is the waiver process for the uh, Arlington Heights Park District here. And so then what I do, I'll fill out the rosters and then they, once I click submit, they'll send you the email for the waiver and then you have to acknowledge all of the liability, you know, waivers or whatever and then sign it, probably digital signature, and then you'll be good to go. It'll be different this year, so look for that email to come in April sometime. I'll give you a heads up in the WhatsApp chat when uh, I do go ahead and fill out those, but if you could send me your birthday ahead of time, that would save me a text to you. Appreciate that, thank you. A couple of guys have asked me about the COVID guidelines this time around, uh, and we received an email from the commissioner recently saying, that the mask guidelines have changed and that we will have to wear masks not only in the dugout when social distancing is not possible, but also when we are playing the game of softball. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Well, I don't really know. Well, I take that back. I know why they're doing this. They're following, you know, the IDPH guidance. You know, guys, we'll see how much they actually enforce this. Probably not. You know, based on last year, they didn't enforce, like, anything. As you recall, they said, oh, you can't have fans, you know, in the, uh, in the ballpark. They didn't enforce it at all. People just walked in and sat in the bleachers and nobody said anything. Uh, they also said that you had to wear masks in dugouts, um, and, you know, that was not enforced at all. So, you know, I wouldn't freak out too much. You know, I did use that Michael Scott sound clip to voice my opinion about playing with a mask. I mean, especially, I mean, come on now. If, like, I'm standing in left field 30 feet from another person, I don't need to wear a mask, right? If you feel more comfortable wearing a mask, do whatever you want. That's fine. But, you know, softball is a not close contact sport. If we're playing basketball, I can't even imagine playing basketball with a mask. I mean, maybe, I don't know. But softball in the middle of summer, you know, I know a lot of us are going to be vaccinated as well. So I just don't understand the logic behind this one. But here's my recommendation. Just have one in your back pocket in case they do actually, you know, make us do this. My prediction is that they're not. I'll also bring extra masks, so don't worry if you don't, you know, have a surplus of masks. But other than that, you know, I don't think there's going to be many COVID guidelines. Um, and like last year, I don't think they're going to follow them much. Anyway, on to some more fun things. Batting practice. BP is at Horror Park in April, Saturdays or Sundays, depending on when most guys can make it. And, of course, weather pending. I'll communicate via the WhatsApp for these uh, BPs. Can't wait. You know, that's one of my favorite times, just getting back in the swing of things, no pun intended, but, uh, you know, taking a couple of uh, hacks at BP and then also fielding some fly balls and, you know, throwing the ball around, nothing better. And, uh, you know, Lord willing, I'll bring my son to those and you guys can meet him and we can start training him to get ready to uh, debut in 2039. As for the fly pod, as I said at the end of last year, I'm going to be doing less episodes this year. Um, reason being is just my life is changing, obviously, and I'm not going to have as much time to do these. Um, so I'm, I'm shooting for about four. This was the first one. Uh, and, you know, guests are always welcome. If you want to come on, just let me know. Uh, it's always great to have more than just me talking. We'll do maybe a schedule preview 
at the end of April. Um, if I know a lot about the teams that we're facing, if I don't know anything about teams, it would be kind of just me telling you who the teams are and I don't know anything about them. So TBD on that one. We'll probably do like a midpoint season check-in, a season review, depending on fall ball. I might shift things around a little bit if it makes sense to do a fall ball preview. You never know. That is the, uh, the, the loose plan for the fly pod, but just know to expect three more episodes on top of this one. Well, guys, I can't wait for opening day. May 3rd is opening day. Cannot wait. And I can't wait to see you all at BP. And here's to a great season. And as always, go Flies. The design would have it National Geographic, the magic with Taylor May status and plus flavor that's automatic. We're not falling. We take it back to the days of yes, Charlotte. We're holding on to what's golden. On the stage, I'm raging, I'm rolling. We're not falling. A shot calling. We take it back to the days of yes, Charlotte. We're holding on to what's golden.